Ha ha! Thank you, thank you. This is my brand new podcast. I'm pretty excited about this. Late Night with Bradley T. It's a talk show where I'll have some unique and pretty cool guests with exciting backgrounds and dynamic personalities. I'll even be joined by a co-host from time to time, so you won't want to miss it. We'll be discussing today's politics, world news, sports, and how corrupt today's media has become, and the effects it's taken in our personal lives, our freedom, our rights and liberties. And with just a little bit of biblical faith and food, I'll be sharing how to walk through all this madness and maintain peace in your life despite what's going on in today's world. So check it out. Stay tuned. And at the end of each of my podcasts, I'll have a free gift that I'll make available to you. So join me. I'm telling it like it is. I'm your host, Bradley T. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining me. This is a, um, a good night. Um, it is the, um, the night that uh, uh, the fraudulently elected president, um, creepy Joe Biden, Uncle Joe, um, he's not my president. He's a fraudulently elected president. And um, they got the uh, vice president, Kamala, uh, you know, uh, fraudulently elected as well. Well, anyway, uh, tonight was his inaugural address to the Congress and uh, to all the, um, you know, the Joe Biden supporters out there. There's not that many. I mean, 70, over 74 million people voted for Trump, and uh, that election was obviously stolen. By the way, um, I hope Arizona comes up with some something you know they're doing a um, a uh, audit on the voting there and um, the judge he, he I don't know his name um, decided that uh, he didn't want to preside over this because he thinks it's wrong yeah uh-huh. yeah and I agree with him cheating in an election is wrong well anyhow it is Wednesday April 28th, goodness sakes, May is around the corner, and um, I'm always excited about May. May brings Mother's Day, and uh, my birthday's in May. I have um, family. My brother also has a birthday in May. Um, Drew, Drew Dog, he has a birthday in May. Uh, You guys remember him from uh, episodes um, two and part Uh, part one and then um, episode three part two if you haven't heard those episode three was killer but uh, you got to start off at the beginning of my podcast thank you for joining late night with bradley t and it is late um this is uh, i haven't had a chance to see any uh tweets and media uh as i wanted to kind of get this podcast out um with uh, it kind of being fresh in my mind Although I'd like to pour uh, Clorox all over all over my mind so I can clean and forget about what I just saw. Now, Joe Biden, now I just want to remind you, this guy, he has been in 
the um, we'll call it the swamp. I like I like President Trump's um, analogy of what's going on in that Washington D.C. It's the swamp where all the creepy creatures like um, Kamala Harris uh, was uh, living and coming up and um, spooky uh, Nancy Pelosi and. Uh, uh, Geez, can do we even have to mention the Clintons? I don't even want to, but anyhow, he was elected in 1972. So his adult life, he's been involved in legislation um, and uh, just some of the um, uh, corrupt uh, behind the deal, uh, behind the door deals that go on in Washington D.C. And uh, he's been part of it. He has been a player and not a good player. He's been a corrupt player. So let's dive into this, okay? Um, by the way, they bring the poor guy up. And, you know, he's he could barely stand. He mumbled and... I mean, there was one point where he didn't even know the centuries. He was talking that here in the the 20th century, you know, that we were uh, vaccinated and and there was going to be more vaccinations in the 21st century Uh, and jobs. And it was just really, it was really bad. I didn't want to listen to it, but I had to. And the reason why is because I think, you know, first of all, let me say this. You don't want to listen to what he says. Watch what he does. He, there were lies everywhere. I mean, from uh, the beginning to the end. And let's start from the beginning, one that I I have a bone to pick. Uh, he, He claims that he puts his, he put his hand on the Bible and swore. Well, I am sorry. I, you know, Scripture actually talks about, um, you know, people like him who uh, will throw his name around, you know, and pretend that they have uh, a personal relationship with him. I don't think he even knows that that's such a thing. And he may. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I doubt it. Because if you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you don't act like Joe Biden. And you are not a corrupt thief, a liar, a cheat, uh, and a scandalous... uh, Why isn't this guy investigated for filling up little girls? All right. uh, uh, and, And women sniffing and touching where he shouldn't be. This guy's a creep. He should be in jail. Um, yeah, I know. I, I got off track. Okay, so uh, let, let's let's talk a little bit about that. You know, oh, I put my hand on the Bible, and and I'm like so many Americans. Ooh, ah. Well, I'm reminded of some scripture. Uh, yeah, I'm always reminded of some scripture, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start here. Um, we're going to go to Romans and uh, let's see, chapter one, let's go to, 
Let's go to chapter 1, verse 21. And it says this, Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became fruitile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. And that's what happens. And it's because of human uh, willfulness. Um, people have knowledge of God, uh, but it becomes clouded and their thinking becomes darkened. Um, and so their purpose of his existence um, really becomes uh, one just to throw, a, throw a, around his name, number one. Uh, number two, they become ungrateful and you know they have this sense that oh i know god yeah well you know you know of him but you don't have a personal relationship with god people are supposed to glorify him as god but instead um they find other things uh that are of man um to participate and worship in worship in a sense and that's not good um you know, he's a classic example um, of human foolishness. And that, that's my take. It's my, my take. It's my podcast. And uh, whether, you know, you agree with me, which um, I'm 74 million people will, um, that's, that's fine. So the Speaker of the House and the Vice the fraudulently elected vice president, were sitting behind the poor old guy. I mean, the, he, and not that I have problems with, you know, that. It's just he doesn't know where he's at. He's he's not there. Um, they're 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 sitting behind him while he's talking, and they got their masks on. Why, folks? They've been vaccinated. They they've they've been vaccinated they've been claiming hey we're vaccinated you go out and get the vaccination go and get vaccinated you know there's millions of doses and the both of them are back there with their masks on which you know is okay because it covered half of their face and the ugliness that comes along with it in a spiritual sense you may think they're attractive (laughs) counseling might be something for you but nevertheless there they were through the whole thing wearing their masks now remember they've been vaccinated i don't get it but that's okay speaking of which their vaccination the vaccination talk oh my goodness it started out uh, with the poorest of the poor being able to find the poorest of the poor we're not a third or fourth world country, Joe Biden. Although we could end up that way if you continue to run your false policies and your failed policies, which are are not good for this country. And uh, this guy, uh, anyway, I, I really am bothered by this. You could tell. Because I I had to watch that. I normally, I, I try not to watch them speak. And I I had to because, 
it's just something I wanted to do for this podcast because American people are being fooled. That's why. But you have an opportunity to make choices, and your choices are not to to listen to the liberal left-wing nut news, and it's almost every news. Uh, anyway. So the poorest of the poor are able to go to those poor community centers. They fi- The community centers finally get vaccines. Boy, I sure hope they have nurses at those community centers. I've been told, uh, you know, that uh, there are people given va- vaccine shots that are in not the medical field. They're just volunteers. And, the, and maybe that's why they started nicknaming it the jab, because they were told, this is how you do it. You just jab them in the arm as hard as you can and squeeze. Well, the poorest of the poor can now finally get the vaccines. And he talked to one nurse. He finally talked to somebody. And it was one nurse. And he, he asked the nurse, How's it going? How are you doing? And the nurse, I guess, just was just so excited and responded, I'm I'm delivering. I'm just so happy. I'm crying. I'm delivering a dose of hope. A jab of hope. <laughs> yeah, hope that you live through that. Ah, uh, there. Okay, so there are some people who have had reactions, and and others haven't. I know, I know some that have not had reactions, and that are completely fine. And well, okay, good. That's good. Then you know the nurse was excited. I am giving a dose of hope. Really? Ah, all right. <laughs> and so he was talking. He went on to further talk about like um, the pandemic and um, and uh, what he saw out there. Although his words twisted around to make Americans who are watching this think that this, what I'm about to tell you, is actually happening right now. The way he he talked and the way he worded it, uh, well, not the way he worded it, but the way he he pushed it out there um, by slowly or or quickly telling it it was during the pandemic or at the time of the pandemic. But as you look at things now, cars were lined up for miles and miles. And, And cars were lined up for miles, folks, miles. And I kept thinking to myself, okay, what were they lined up for, creepy? And finally, he got to it. These cars, they were lined up for miles and miles. And that's a long ways. If You know, back where I come from, when you said, they, hey, man, the cars were lined up for miles, man. Yeah, hey, that meant, that meant they were way out. I mean, they, you know, we're talking 200 miles. And uh, these cars were lined up for miles. And you're probably saying, hey, what were they lined up for? Well, if you heard it, uh, his, 
his speech, they were waiting for a box of food. Now, um, back at the pandemic, they uh, they weren't allowing anybody to get out of their house. <laughs> you couldn't go nowhere. Uh, there was shortages of groceries on the shelves, and people were going to grocery stores to get uh, food. Uh, there were some areas that uh, did help uh, the elderly, and I, I think that's great. I don't take that away from them, and I think they should have been recognized for those who did hand out food, but he acted like he came along and he changed all that, that he he's making things better for, for America. America. Uh, yeah, a box of food. You couldn't, they wouldn't let you leave, you know? Um, and some of the community uh, uh, websites or community sites that um, I looked at uh, during the uh, tough times, um, there were for folks that were, um, you know, like, hey, does anybody have extra um, boxes of, um, you know, box dinners, sides, macar macaroni and cheese, um, stuffing that type of stuff or canned goods and people were willing to give it away they had they had so much and and they were willing to offer some up to their uh, neighbors in the community and I thought that was terrific uh, and so we we put together um, some care a care package and uh, those who uh, we knew needed it we um, passed it off on to them and uh, but uh, so it's communities coming together um, and uh, taking care of one another. Creepy Joe did not come in and help anybody. If anything, he was probably coming car to car to see what kind of uh, donation he can get, uh, any kind of money. You better check your wallet. Uh, anyway, uh, so they panned out. Uh, the cameras actually looked into, you know, the seats of Congress. And there, you know, there's no excitement. Let me begin by saying there's there was no enthusiasm in that room. Did you guys get that? Some of you who watched it, um, if you didn't, trust me, you didn't miss anything. There was nothing to that room. And, you know, there was Nancy and, you know, she was just trying her hardest to get everybody to clap when something fun and and something or, to clap when they were talking about jobs because to uh, the liberals, uh, in my opinion, uh, creating jobs means taxing the hell out of you. It's unbelievable. But yeah, the cameras looked through the, uh, uh, through the Congress, the seats, uh, and those that were sitting in them. There was hardly anybody there. There was nobody there. Nobody wants to see Creepy Joe. There's nothing, there's no substance. The reason why a lot of his comrades, the uh, the liberal loonies on the left, the Dems, um, there weren't that many, it's because he's been there since 1972, delivering the same rhetoric, rhetoric the same lies the same old speeches 
Yeah, I'm going to build infra infrastructure. We're going to create jobs. I'm looking to push higher education. Him and Obama, oh, I meant Obama, did that same, that same thing. We're going to build roads. Every man will have a shovel in his hand making, you know, 150000 a year pushing a broom and shovel. Hey, that would have been terrific. There, were, there was a lot of people who were in need of a job through those times. Failed policies, failed legislation that they pushed through, with it, in all in the name of new jobs, creation, inf infrastructure, roads, highways, byways, uh, and none of it ever came to pass because... There was so much pork in that those spending bills that hardly any money ever went to the roads and everything they promised. And uh, you could see that. You could see our roads today. It, it shows. And when um, President Trump comes in, he wants to, you know, push, uh, you know, that type of infra infrastructure, uh, working with um, creating with new jobs, working with states uh, to put together um, plans for highways and and um, just things that that uh, help create new jobs in these areas. But the left wing loons fight it. They don't want to push it through. Uh, they didn't want to have nothing to do with it. But now Joe Biden, he has a plan and. Uh, he wants to uh, create jobs and put people to work. His job plan uh, is just basically uh, rhetoric that Obama and and he as a vice president pushed, um, and we got nothing from it. And guess who's gonna? In this new infrastructure and this job act, guess who's going to be in charge of it? He announced it. You got it. Kamala. Yep, the fraudulently elected vice president. She's going to be in charge of it. He said, he turned around and says, I'm going to put you in charge of it. Well, geez, Joe, can't you oversee it? You're like the head man. I mean... You know, a good businessman just doesn't go and tell his employees, "Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do this job and that job, and and uh, you're gonna be in charge of it." Are you kidding? <laughs> they're gonna just, you know, they're gonna sit down and milk the clock. Not all, but some will. And uh, Kamala has been milking the clock. She's been sitting down on the job. You remember, he put her in charge of the crises at the border. And she has done nothing still to this date, except for blame it on countries that have earthquakes and famine and gangs, just like uh, uh, Joe Biden did tonight. And it's a cop-out, and it's not real. It is more lies and it is going to continue. So these acts 
that uh, you know the legislation. He's just telling Congress, "Get it done now." Uh, you cranky old man. That's not the way it works. Put something together. Oh, wait, you can't. You're depending on somebody else to do it. Like Kamala? No, he's saying, Congress, get this done. Congress, yeah, they're too busy, you know, trying to impeach Trump for the 18th time. Give me a break. They're too busy worrying about and milking an insurrection that they just keep using and pounding and pounding and pounding it. I mean, it's just like, you know, they've, they've turned it into sand. Let it go. Uh, I, I know I got to keep moving on. Um, uh, he, he's, he's talking about, uh, you know, um, these jobs, uh, that Kamala is going to overlook are a uh, blue collar, they're the blueprint of creating jobs. Well, you know who's the architect of that, you know, blue-collar blueprint? Is Obama. Oh, Obama. Oh, wait, Obama. Okay, I got it right. Um, he, he failed. Again, they did nothing with this. It's just, it's, it's again, all lies. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, you know, I got to tell you, it just was so, it was so evident. I mean, and I'm talking about this little area of his speech that he prefaced so much in a short amount of time in, a, in, a, in the time that he had. He was pitching, unionizing everything unionize this let's make it a law that anybody can unionize everything this guy is out of touch listen i'm all for the union man um i was an officer elect amalgamated mass transit and you know there's there's some good things with the union there's some bad and corrupt things as in the union and um the days that the union was good to protect the worker the man um those days are gone they really are it there's fade there's fair um wage acts um we have a national minimum wage we have a uh state minimum wage and let me tell you uh, unionizing everything is not the answer. It will destroy businesses. I'm a business owner. And if I had staff that said, oh, I'm going to unionize. All right, we're out of business. See ya. I'll go create a new business and you won't be part of it. It is just, it is just not right for America. Now, I believe, hey, if you're working and you're already unionized, uh, congratulations. That's great. And um, I think that's good. I think that there is a place for unions. But it's not on a political stage at a presidential level 
and then him making such a a big deal out of passing a law that says you can organize in union. What he's doing is so obvious, and that's, hey, unions, let's continue to donate to the left-wing loons. Let me tell you, if I was a union man, and by the way, I was, so let me tell you something. I can speak for the union and against the union because I was a union. I'm still in good standing, by the way. And, well, anyway, um, it is so obvious. Hey, donate. Uh, you know, the more unions we get, because it, it's it's just, you know, historical. They're all, they, they just give their monies uh, to the Democrats, Democratic Party and the... Um, uh, the losers of all, um, but they—I uh, I mean, they do have a place today, um, but it's—it's it's not the answer. And for him to uh, the fraudulently elected president to stand up there on the national stage at a presidential level and glorify it and say, "Let's make it a law that it could just be everywhere," I mean, you know, that's just—it's wrong. And that's failure by this administration. Again, uh, the hourly rate, I mean, he this guy's still talking about uh, pushing. And, and I thought it went away, but apparently it resurfaced because he's just talking to America to hear himself talk and to give a portion of the left-wing loon nut jobs out there a, uh, a, a, a hope. Remember the nurse? Oh, I gave a dose of hope. Well, this guy is all about a dose of hope. And the $15 an hour um, will uh, minimum wage will kill jobs. And let me tell you what. You guys think it's all great and fine and dandy? Well, the state of Colorado, um, I, I think they cheated this, this law in as well. I'm, I, I really do. Uh, there's been so much corruption and cheat here in Colorado. Uh, it's, it's it's almost pathetic. Anyway, so they voted the um, um, a wage in, a minimum wage increase, and it went from eight fifteen to eight thirty. And 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 in three years, um, on the third year, it uh, reached twelve twenty five. Right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and let me tell you, here in Colorado, you want to go through a drive-through and order uh, two sandwiches, burger, or chicken, and a fry. It's you're dropping a twenty-dollar bill. Back in the day, that's you're dropping a ten-dollar bill. It twice, it increased double everything, groceries. Um, uh, the liquor stores they're they're having a heyday um you want to buy you know a, a 12 pack of beer now you know it's 17 17.99 12 pack of beer holy cow and uh again you know you want to get something quick for lunch man you better <laughs> you better go take a loan out yeah um I think there's a way to increase hourly rate uh, through each state. Um, 
and the federal at the federal level they've had uh, a minimum wage as well um and many states are doing fine with a minimum wage that is not like ours it, it i saw businesses uh, fold up um and then if you're providing services then you got to go to uh those who contract you and say hey guess what you know and your 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 price for service has just gone up well why well haven't you been paying attention or did you also vote for the increase too yeah well guess what <laughs> we got to pay them so pull out your uh pull out your expenditure and increase it for the next budget cuz you're getting uh, a rate increase just the way it is it's not good just to uh, increase hourly rate like that um you got to you got to you got to work with the market and that's all I'm going to say right now about that cuz uh I want to move on cuz there's so much to talk about this guy's absolutely insane um but I'm going to take a quick break and come back and we'll uh continue with the American Family Act we're going to talk about that so don't go away hang loose and I'll be right back. We can do it. We just got to take our time and do it right. Hey, thanks for uh, coming back, sticking around. Um, it has uh, been a good uh, night so far. Yes. I'm still uh, still talking about uh, Joe Biden's um, uh, lies to America. Yeah. Well, you know, there are promises uh, that I think he believes um, you know, I, yeah, I, I tell you what, the left-wing loons, they, they made fun of, like, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, they made fun of Trump a lot, you know, and and it's kind of only fitting that sometimes you make fun of the left. And I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of Kamala's wardrobe. It appeared as if she was wearing a raincoat, but I am not a fashion policeman. I I don't. I mean, yeah, I could just. I know when things are bad. <laughs> Nevertheless, all right, let's move on, because 
another job killer. This is going to put businesses out. Uh, I mean, it's just going to destroy businesses. So the guy, um, Creepy Joe, he he wants Congress to pass, you know, the um, uh, Fa- Americans, Americans Family Act. And uh, one of the things that he wants to do is put 12 weeks paid, uh, you know, for a family member. Um, actually, what it is is it's a re- it would be a requirement for a business. If you're a business owner and you employ employees, and if you're a left-wing loon business owner, you are also... You know, this is for you. You are not able to get away from it just because you're a liberal loon, a dem. And if you're a business owner, you will have to provide 12 weeks um, of paid leave for each employee. 12 weeks. That is going to destroy business. If there, it, 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 how? How are they going to do that? It, it's it's so hard right now. And uh, th- that just goes to show you how out of touch this administration is. He's never been a business owner. He's been in the legislation business, the swamp. No employees, just himself, collecting uh, a, a handsome paycheck Oh, from the Chinese as well. Um, since 1972, the guys the guys made mega money, and he is he is by far the, uh, the corrupt. Uh, I don't want to go back into that again. It, the, the, you know what? I'm bothered because I watched that thing. I gotta bleach my mind. And then to see him on TV, I need to bleach my eyes. It was hard. It, it's so hard. He, he's a liar. Stop listening to what he says and watch what he does. This guy is, is unbelievable. You see, you know, he's going around talking about um, pr- providing and guaranteeing high-quality a child care up to uh, up to a five year old, uh, and and it's and it's going to be a discount off of your your tax taxes, not much, not much, um, but to the low income, it's free. It's free now. If you're low income, that means you're not working, right? Most mostly, you're not working. Um, you know, you're off of government assistance. So it should be that the mother or father should take care of that child. It shouldn't be at a taxpayer's, you know, cost that if you're at home and you're low income and you're off of government assistance and your child is in child care, you should go get your child after daycare and watch it. I shouldn't have to pay taxes for you to, you know, just be chilling at home and not raising a child. Bring that child home. You got several choices. Go over um, 
schoolwork, teach them learn you know learning activities. Um, there's pl plenty of um, things to do at home. Here's one: um, after you do learning activities, um, how about teaching them about the Bible? A good a good young lady in Scripture, a good young man in Scripture will walk this earth and be successful. That's just the way it is. Um, and unfortunately, there are, there are people in need of child care and assistance with that. And so, you know, the uh, foundation is good, but um, putting that in a uh, pork barrel spending is going to cost way more than what's going to come out of that um so we'll see um he talked about having medicare and some of these other you know institutions um negotiate <laughs> lower prescription costs negotiate it so medicare is going to call the you know pfizer and say hey you know that uh you know that diabetes, whatever. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna negotiate that with you right now. We're at, we're gonna say, hey, drop that. Uh, you know, there's people, you know, that we're negotiating for. Are you kidding? First of all, prescription is way too high. See, their foundation is good. They're telling people what they want to hear, but in reality, they're gonna steal from you. And they're not going to follow through. They push that same Obamacare bullcrap. Last the last time he, you know, the for eight years they pushed that. Oh, prescription drugs. Ah, oh, we're going to lower it. And here he is again, a false narrative. He's lying. They lied for eight years. He's back again lying. I, I'm surprised he can even lie. He's I mean, he's not even there. There are so many times this guy, well, several times, I'm not going to over-exaggerate it. Hey, I don't like doing that, so I'll, I apologize. I'll take that back. But this guy is there doing his lion. He's doing his lion thing. Again, prescription drugs, they're going to negotiate it. Dude. We need we need prescription reform. Like it needs to be affordable and healthcare. Let me tell you what Obama Obamacare came in and destroyed healthcare, destroyed it. Everybody's going to have free healthcare. No, they're not. I got a letter from my uh, insurance company, my healthcare provider, and says we're canceling your policy. Well, why? Well, because you're going to go on Obamacare. No, I'm not. I didn't say that. I'm not signing up. I was calling them, telling the, them the same story. And they're like, no, we can't compete. And I'm like, compete? Are, 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 for my same policy, is it going to be lower? And they said, no, it's going to be higher. And then I said, well, why are you canceling me? And they said, we're just not in the business. We we just can't do this no more. If you would like our coverage, we'll give you new rates. And I said, yeah, please do. And I was like, holy cow, when I got the estimate or, the, you know, the cost. And I was like, I can't do that. Go to Obamacare. 
It's even twice as higher than I. I can't afford either one of them. Ridiculous! They're liars, and I should know. I got my I got my insur uh, healthcare insurance canceled. They're liars. They're not going to cover nothing. Uh, prescription. Uh, uh, we're going to tax the the we're going to tax the one percent uh, wealthiest. Oh, really? And what's their cost going to be? Three tenths of one percent, dude. Who's who's coming up with these numbers? Oh. Uh, uh, and then how many more times will he talks about vaccinations and get vaccinated? That came up again. And then the um, America's back. America's back, folks. And then he whispers. About, let me go back a little bit when he was talking about. I'm not trying to um, prevent you from being wealthy or or you know, penalize you for becoming rich? No, no. And then he whispers, but pay your share. Huh? What? Oh, oh yeah. Pay your share. Somebody paying me? Huh? Who's paying me? Kamala, is somebody going to pay me? Yeah. This guy is out the box, out of touch. Who's doing the math for him? Three-tenths of one percent. Uh, it's only going to affect the wealthiest one percent. You know what? The uh, figure it out. Figure it out. I'm done with this dude. <laughs> America's back, and we can't do it uh, alone. We're going to ask our allies to join us to help make more vaccine. It was more vaccine talk. Uh, uh, give it a break. Well, enough of that. Until that raincoat, mask-wearing, fraudulently elected vice president take off her mask. Actually, no, it was better that the both of them left it on because their ugliness is just scary. They're, remember, they're from the swamp. Oh. They're, I'm, all, I'm done. And then, so here towards the end, this guy is a, oh, he's tough. 1972, he's a tough guy. I've been here and I'm tough. I'm going to take that guy behind the schoolyard. And uh, I was walking down a long alley and my dog, uh, he ran out and I hurt my foot. Yeah. Dude, you were in your house. It's a hallway, not a long alley. Oh, going back to talking tough. Yeah, right. That's that's where we were at. Uh, he was talking tough, you know. and He says... Countries and leaders around the world think that the sun set on our democracy uh, when the insurrection happened. But uh, that's not true. And I said, yeah, no, that's uh, not true, Joe. The sun set on our democracy on Election Day when you cheated every state that went red and you turned it to blue. Stopping the election in the middle of the night. Goodness sakes. Uh, that's another podcast. In fact, I'm going to do one on that. I hate to bash and just keep bashing and bashing, but this is so fake. Joe, the sunset on our democracy, and probably in 1972 when you came aboard. Anyhow, he's talking tough. 
Oh, I talk tough to the, the Chinese. Shane, Shane Shin. Dude, you don't even know his name. Stop stop even trying to say it. And uh, and I talk tough to Putin. And uh, and then he was confused when he talked. And, uh, and justice reform and putting... Uh, we're putting police in front of everywhere where we love police. Yeah, all of a sudden they love police. The liberal loons love police. Give us a break. You continue to bash them. You want to defund them. But yet you follow Obama's um, course, who Obama has said that it's not good for Democrats to uh, want to continue the platform defund police. So they probably had a talk with Obama because he's running the country maybe behind with the handlers of Joe. He's always in trouble with somebody, but we don't know who. Walks up to the mic uh, the other day in the uh, Green Garden or whatever he was at at the White House, and they're asking him about India, and he's like, oh, I'll take one more. I'll take a a question. Boy, I'm in trouble. Who's over there? Oh, and then he walks that way. Well, who's he in trouble with? He's a fraudulently elected president of the United States. He should, he's the top guy. He shouldn't be in trouble with nobody. Anyway, he talked tough to Putin and the Chinese, and he told them this is how it's going to be, and they backed off. Wow. Yeah. This guy talks about uh, gun restrictions again, and uh, he's, he's after your freedom. He's after your freedom. They uh, they want your taxes. They want to strip you away from wealth. They don't want you to own businesses. They want you 100% dependent on the government. And they can tell you what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. No thank you, creepy Joe. Leave my guns alone. Leave the Second Amendment alone. Quit going to that same narrative that has failed you and your previous administration I shouldn't say that because that would mean President Trump. But your previous stint as a vice, a lousy vice president, in which you and Obama did nothing. He's talking about you asked the responsible gun owners, do you know, do they need a hundred rounds? Are the deer wearing Kevlar vest? Listen, you know, it's not the deer that free Americans are afraid of and depend on our Second Amendment. It's not the deer we're afraid of. It's the government. Read the Second Amendment. Do some history checks why we have the right to bear arms. It's not because of a foreign uh, country invading us. It's from a government. Our government. Well, Anyhow, nevertheless, I, I'm done. I could go on and on, but I'm not because I always think about, and I've always said, you know, this before that, you know, we have, we have the faith of God's word. We have God's word. We can lean in on our, 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 uh, our personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is the time and my podcast that I like to bring everything back down and tell you that things in this world are not how they should be. It's not too late. It's not too late. 
I would personally love to see each and every one of my podcast listeners, you know, just think about where are you going to be five years from now, 10 years from now? Is your health going to be well? Um, where will you be? Let me tell you where you will be in a good place is with a relationship with Jesus Christ. Get in the word, dive in the word. And if you don't have the word of God, I have a gift for you. At the intro on my podcast, I promised that I would make a, a gift available to you, and that is God's word. I have a Bible that I will share for you, with you, and I'd like for you to email me if you would like one. And that, and my email address is Bradley T. That's B R A D L E Y T. Bradley T. At late night with Bradley T. Dot com. So Bradley is with a L E Y. And you know, I I was thinking about. Um, just just having faith, still having faith in God, still having faith in his word. Um, we see a lot today of things that are good. Um, I even spoke about um, uh, communities, neighbors uh, that, you know, helped one another in the pandemic. Some, some were in need of uh, clothes as well. I remember seeing clothes um, being distributed for those who were in need of clothes, food, and... It was great to see that there's compassion still left in this world, but there's still a lot of evilness, corruptness. But a great way to, to walk through this whole madness is with God's word and a relationship with him. And it just takes uh, asking God to be your personal, um, Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. And if you don't know how to do that, email me and I will walk you through that. But I'd love to share God's word with you and uh, send you a Bible, put it in your hands. And when I have guests on or, or like the scripture I'm going to read to you right now, you could highlight it, look it up, um, uh, you know, in the morning uh, over coffee and just meditate on it and say, ah, let me let me uh, do some Internet search on this and um, see, you know, dive into it a little bit further. Read your scripture and pray. This country needs more prayer than it's ever needed. And I have uh, brothers and sisters out there who are uh, like-minded. We're, uh, we're prayer warriors, and we do. We pray for this nation. We pray for the presidents uh, that are in the office, and um, we ask for exposure, and we ask for clarity and the corruptness to stop. That swamp is deep, and we need a lot of prayers. In Romans, let's talk Romans um, 5.1. Faith triumphs in trouble. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He's our intermediator, by the way. Just want to let you know that. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Though whom also we have access... By faith unto his grace in which we stand and rejoice and hope of the glory of God. I love that part. 
by faith into grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope. And we have access to that. I'd love to uh, share a Bible with you again. Bradley T. at late night with BradleyT.com. I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast this evening. Um, it was a terrific night as we can see the continued delusion, the foolishness, the corruption, the lies, and with just a little bit of grace, that doesn't belong to us. We're passing through this world um, almost like foreigners. We, you know, we are not of this world, and I just want you to know that. Good night. Thank you. God bless you. And join me for the next Late Night with Bradley T. podcast. And we get to jam and we get to do some things. I'm telling you, things are just happening all over. And uh, there's some good stuff. Find a church. Amen. Let's let's get you into a church where things are, um, uh, where there's uh, the, the word of God being taught. Like-minded people making friends. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it right.